is Running Free with JH. I am JH. Today I want to talk about self-sabotage in your running and in your life. This episode is filling because it kind of relates to me wholeheartedly. I am in my little December, what I call my crazy December challenge, and I self-sabotaged myself, and I'm still able to run the miles at the speeds that I was doing, but the self-sabotage comes in the form of negative thinking, negative voices in the head, too much social media, and of course, the pity me mindset. That's how I look at it. Now, I know most of you out there don't know who I am, and I don't know who you are, but I'm sure some of you can relate to what what I'm talking about. I don't have a family. And was I born? Yes. Did I have a mother and father? Of course. Where are they today? I have an idea. Do I know exactly? No. And there's a whole story behind there. Now, the negative self-talk that happens to me is when I set out a goal and I can't achieve it. For some reason, over the years, since I was very young, I had this desire to be the best at things or desire to fit in (laughs) or, as I like to call it, just be noticed. And I wasn't really noticed at anything I ever did because I sucked at a lot of things. Uh, Cut from the basketball team, (laughs) baseball team. I was good at senior league and t-ball, you know, and and there. Come to school ball? Nope cut from all those teams and then once you leave the the confines of public school system and you go out to the real world all that stuff goes by the wayside and now you have life to tend with I chose the military to get out of my situation and thought I would find a brotherhood in there I was kind of wrong in that hood because my mind of the military was definitely of something that we, we see in Dave and Private and Ryan or the old movies of the 1950s and 60s or even the time zones of our grandparents or great-grandparents, depending on what generation you're thinking of. I have never been able to find my group or my people that I relate to or feel comfortable around that has been eluding me my whole life. And in doing so, I've tried to figure out ways to fit in. Um, never been much of a druggie, but the alcohol did help. Well, at least I thought it helped. Trying to impress people by learning to dance. I could break dance, and I learned to boxer, tango, and swing, and a bunch of those dances. And that helped me with the girls, but <laughs> you, get, you get to notice that most people don't dance anymore. I got very good at playing cards and chess and checkers and some of those games. And then I found out that lost favor. So as I attempted to go from a subject to subject or hobby to hobby to try to fit in somewhere, I found out I fit in nowhere. But the only place I really felt I belonged was when I was out there amongst the wind and the trees. In the morning as the sun came up, as you see the sunrise. Or even at the sunset or in the middle of the night, depending on when I chose to go out there. For some reason, it felt natural. Granted, I, I tried to run in middle school a little bit. It was always in last place. 
around high school got a little better, but still, it wasn't the greatest there either. <laughs> it was more of, I don't want to say pathetic, because at least I was trying. But I didn't know what I was doing. And I didn't even know where I was going. No plan. There was no, how do you say? <laughs> if it was a journey I was on, I definitely was probably going the wrong direction with a lot of my choices in life. But the ne- negative self-talk was always there. The sabotage is always there. I know Tony Robbins talks about sabotage as being the, the, the idea of a room where you want to set a certain temperature. And when it gets too cold, the heaters go on to bring it back up to the temperature you want it at. And when it gets too hot, AC kicks in to bring it down. And I kind of understand that way of thinking, the way of description for the way I see my life and how I feel I fit in. If I'm in a room I feel uncomfortable, I bail. Because why should I feel uncomfortable in a room? I don't belong there. So you go someplace where you feel comfortable. Which Which is where the loneliness comes in and where... trying to think about how to put this and everything because we talked this whole thing is supposed to be about self-sabotage and I think self-sabotage in your running and in your life go hand in hand because on one hand you want to get all the negative and all the bad emotions out of you and you just want to you want to grow up in a ball and just die on the other hand you just want someone to come over here and put their arm around you and say it's okay I'm here for you but a lot of us don't have that. And I know I haven't had that for a long, long time. I've had people in my life here and there who I can count on. But they are few and far between in the years. Right now, at this moment, I'm going through something like that in a way. Holidays have always been rough on me. They always have. I don't know where I want to end up or where I want to go. Sometimes I think it's just better just to end it all and keep going. Because sometimes the pain is too severe to keep keep going on. And when you don't understand why you're here, it's almost like you feel that you're just taking oxygen and breathing. You're eating to live. And then you go into a job that's just eating your soul up. There's no point. You could you could literally get into a car accident and die, and the only ones that really care is the person writing your report on the police report, because they're taking they're they're spending time with their families and they're kind of annoyed because you're probably the third person they've dealt with, and it's after midnight, and it is it's a sad sad way to think. At least it's it's me. I've always concerned myself that I'm gonna be the guy, like Scrooge. You know, I'm gonna be in the graveyard, or hell, I probably wouldn't even get a, a marked grave. I'd be an unmarked grave. Or if I'm lucky, probably uh, cremated somewhere, and that's gonna be me. And my, my I'll just pass in the dust. And I know there's a lot of people out there who are past, who just get thrown out there with everybody else, and you die. And the morgue gets you for whatever reason, and you're donated to science because no one claims your body. Most majority of, of them are. This is from I read that uh, book, uh, Body Farm, about they take. Uh, bodies of people that they find or homeless people or wherever they get them 
and I donate them to help with science, which is a good thing, I think. However, but it's sad. It's a lost state of us. I know, I read the book uh, um, Try by Stephen, I think it's Stephen, it's, just, it's called Try, I think it's by Stephen something. And it's, I, I do believe he's on something. We all need something to fit in, somewhere to fit in. Somewhere that we, we belong. Like the World War II generation, how it became together. And that's, and that's what it was like. I remember being on deployments and feeling like, I've let, even though sometimes we didn't get along as brothers and sisters and stuff, but we had a common thing. Like I could always say, hey, I need some help. Hey, come help me. And ever since I left the service, I haven't had that. I don't know who to turn to in my day-to-day work. I mean, at the job I'm at right now, I could not show up. And people would probably maybe notice a little bit, but they wouldn't lose sleep over it. Sad thing. You can be someplace for 10, 20 years and never notice. It's a sad thing. But all these thoughts that I'm spewing out right now is going a little on tangent. But it does come back to self-sabotage because these thoughts are all in my mind. And sometimes I'm out there and I can't, I, I keep thinking that if I'm not a runner, then who am I? Why am I here? What's the point of this world? Why don't I just put myself, stab a needle in my arm and inject myself? And then I think about the 22 vets that die a year. And I think it's a crazy idea that, that that's out there. And I think it's so stupid. Uh, me being a veteran of over a decade worth of service, I think I can talk on this without getting bashed at, but... I see that there's a 22 push-up challenge to honor 22 vets that take their lives a day, which I think is, I understand the motivated behind it, but it's not going to help. I mean, I've been homeless twice, I mean, on the streets, where I'm using a blanket on a sidewalk, so that way I don't get wet being in the grass, or mud, or wherever I'm at. I've lived under bridges, and I've, I've crawled myself out of it, and it's, and, I, and there's dark nights, there's dark times where that comes up in my brain. And I know it's not a great place to be, but sometimes where my brain goes. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay that life can be messy at times. I'm okay with that. But it's in my brain, and it comes up the most sometimes when runs don't go wrong. Excuse me, runs runs don't go right. And to bring this back to self-sabotage and about life, we have our negativity that comes in the moments of where we're, what we're not good at. Hell, I barely graduated high school. But, but yet, does that make me a dumb person? No. Does that make me someone who's unlovable? No. But then why does my brain think that way? I think that's just the way our human nature is. Like, I don't know what it's like to have parents that have been married their whole lives and, and it's, a, it's a loving family. I never had that. I do not know what it's like to have brothers and sisters who will miss you on Christmases and miss you on birthdays. I haven't spent Christmas in years with people that's family related. It just doesn't happen in my, in my world. And I've come to be okay with it sometimes, and I've come to resent it. And <laughs> I, think I think I've gone off topic again, but I need to bring this back because the whole theme of this is about self-sabotage. And I, I think the way I want to I want to talk about self sabotage is it's our negativity that comes up in our heads of who we think we are, of who we try to impress. So if you're on if you're on a run right, and you're trying to say an eight nine minute mile pace, and that's what you can do, and you try to go a little bit faster than that, right? 
and say you're in a group where everyone's used to doing the same thing, and that's the next thing you know, you're trying to go faster than them. They might start looking at you differently. I know when I used to be overweight, I was pushing 300 pounds and I lost my weight. Yes, I would look down upon, I lost friends over. <laughs> Who are you? What, you think you're better than us now because you can run a little faster, you can work out, you get muscles, you get a six pack? That's what happened in my, in my world. And you probably would think, well, you know what? They're bad people. But when, that, when they're around you and you think they're your friends, you don't think that way. But I think what happens is you get to a point where you get to that cusp of where you, you want to go do better in your, in your life. Not just running, but in your life. And you feel like you're out of your comfort zone. You feel like you're out of your depth. And you're like, why do I, get to, why do I deserve to be here? No one else is here. No family member's been here. No friends have been here. I'm the one paving this way. And you self-sabotage, maybe not on purpose, but, su- but subconsciously. How, how do you do it? Perfect example. In your running, you do it by... That night you're supposed to get sleep, you go out drinking. You should be eating healthy because you have that workout the next day, but instead, you don't. You eat that extra pie. You have that burger. <laughs> you have the ice cream, the whole large pizza. Stuff that I've definitely done. And the next day, you can't work out. And so you take a day off, or two or three. You stay up late. You're not getting the proper sleep. And now your workouts not suffer. So now you start going backwards. And you start telling yourself, oh, you know what? I, I peaked. Did you really peak? Maybe you did peak. But more than likely, you didn't peak at all. It's just now you. And now a couple of days have gone by. And you haven't really pushed it that hard. Or maybe a week or two has gone by. Or maybe a month. And now your body is starting to get to that point where it's recovering. But recovering too much. It's okay to recover for a day or two to get back at it. But when you start taking more days, weeks, and months off or don't, don't go as high intensity, your body starts to naturally get rid of the muscle and that it accumulated because it doesn't need it, which is, it sucks. Six months to put muscle on, only a, week, a month to take it off. Totally sucks. And self-sabotage in that moment is because of your mindset. I hope this makes sense. I know I'm, ra- I'm randomly going on, and I've always wanted this podcast to just leave my thoughts on the topic and don't edit and just go with it. And I've been trying a couple times to go around self-sabotage about running on life, but it just comes down to who do you believe you are? Who do you think you are? For me, at this moment in time, December 2018, sometimes I think I know who I am, sometimes I don't. At this moment, am I lost in my world? Yes. Do I know where I'm going to be next Christmas? No. Where I live? I like to have an idea, but I don't know where it's going to be. And I'd hope that I could get my head on straight. You think after a few stints in rehab, a few times going from job to job, getting good jobs and getting bad jobs, uh, getting good relationships, bad relationships, good good friends, losing them. I, I would learn something about my life, but I keep speculating pe- the same cycle because probably deep down, I don't think I deserve to be in a good cycle, which is. Not a good mindset to have. But I do self-sabotage myself overall because I think deep down, I don't believe I'm worth it. I don't believe I'm worth the time. And the only way I think I can be worth it is to be something that's better than everybody else. Not in the sense that I'm better than you, but if I can run faster than you and make a time. Like Phelps, he's the best swimmer. So people think of him, they see him, they take pictures of him, they talk about him, they want his advice. 
I think in that sense, that's why we try to, people try to be that person. When they can't be that person, they're like, well, I'm just going to be like everybody else. Going to jail. Get that factory job. Have that crappy life. Same old, same old. Be the sheep in the, in the wheel of everybody else. I think a lot of us feel that way. I know I do. And I'm really sick and tired of it, feeling this way. <laughs> but you would think, being sick and tired of feeling this way, that I would have come out the other side with some good wisdom. But I do wonder if everyone of you out there on social media, the Instagram, Facebooks, and all the other stuff out there, I think Instagram, Facebook, those are two things that I see all people, it's almost like, it's almost like they're fake. And I don't want to believe that. I really don't. But you make it so hard to feel like my life is worth something. I can't go, if I lose my job, I'm on the streets, plain as day. I have a few people I can actually probably reach out to, but I can't leech off them for the rest of my life. You know, Some of you could go back into your parents' house a couple of years and they'll help you out. I don't have that luxury. And maybe I've used that as a crutch in my life and that is wrong to do that. Where I am at today is my choices. Yes, regardless if they're good choices or bad choices. They were the choices I made from the, from the situation I was in. I went left to right, determining my future. And I just wish some of us would actually take a step back about everybody else. And just know that we're all suffering in some fashion. We're all looking at the world in our own way. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows, even though we all make it look like that way. <laughs> we just want to be loved and cared for and actually desired to be around. We have somebody that says, you know what? I'm glad you were born. I'm glad you came around today. Can you come around today, please? I would love to see you. Because a lot of us don't have that. And when you don't have that after a long period of time, I think you get that loneliness that's in. You get this loneliness that just goes in deep inside. And the pain amplifies so much more. And you just want to scream to the point where you say, what's the point? What's the point of getting up? What's the point of going to work? What's the point of all this stuff? It's not going to matter. No one's going to care. And then your workouts go. Healthy eating goes. Your responsibilities. Your respect. All that is gone. They get to a point where you're you're so far back that you want to start again, and now you're starting back six months to get to where you were. And you're like, oh my god, and you get that hopeless feeling again, and it's a repetitive cycle. How do you break it? The way I'm trying to do it is take one step at a time. Okay, this is where I want to go. Let's go here. Okay, so I want I want I want I want to get a certain run. Let's do that. I want to lose some weight. I, Let's do that. Let's do something every day that gets me that that, that goal. I wanna I wanna make sure that um, I can laugh at work a little bit more. Okay, let's 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 make that happen. How do we make that happen? Who are the people that actually admire at work? So talk to them more. Who are the people at the gym that uh, I can I can get around to be to be around them to get the the vibe and get the feeling of togetherness? And then I, I say, what do you do? And ask them? What do you do? What do you eat? How do you eat? It? You know? Do you take supplements? Do you not take supplements? Do you, how much water do you drink? Get around. The, it's, I think it comes down to the people you're around. The, the people you let into your circle is big, negative and positive. 
it's also challenging your negative thoughts in your head. Because that's something I had a hard time with today, challenging my negative head. I know a couple days ago I had a real big challenge with it. And today, my thoughts won. But as always, tomorrow start again. I think that's where I'll end it today. Tomorrow is always a new day to start again. Don't forget that. Because the self-sabotage in your life can only happen if you let it. When thoughts come in, because they're going to, what do you do with them? Do you listen or do you fight back and stand up for yourself? That's what I'll leave you with. Hope you guys have a great day and take care.